is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. This is Will and MJ for the first time in 2021 of part of our weekly podcast. Weekly? Yep. We've committed to weekly this year. Last year was a it was a shit fight for everyone, let's oh, be honest. Last year was a train, tra- train wreck in more ways than one for not only general society, but, but the Will and MJ podcast. And, and in the podcasting world in general, I feel, it, just, yeah. it didn't get to the lengths that we wanted it to at the start of the year. It was a bad year for everyone. Terrible. But so, no, we're locked in. We're ready to roll for 2021. Absolutely. And now you're in a position where you're not doing breakfast radio. I'm a new man. You're a new man. Oh, if anyone ever out there is listening and thinking about doing breakfast radio... Don't. But I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. You're still doing it. But at least this means that one of us is going to have our energy our energy mm. to actually book in a studio and we'll, we'll make and get this it happen. going. I'm going to put you on my shoulders at some point Thank this you. year because it's, it's a tough yeah. thing to do. And I did it for three years. Yeah. You've done it for one year. So you're moving into your second. Yeah. Like Samson um, and his donkey. Yeah. I'll you'll, be, be, you'll be the donkey. I'll be the donkey. <laughs> I don't know who Samson is. I'll be the injured soldier. That... <laughs> is he the guy that... No, Samson's the guy that got his hair cut in the Bible. It was Simpson. Simpson and his donkey. donkey. See, that's exactly what yeah, I mean. That's, that's why, where that's, you're carrying See, that's why I'm the donkey. What are we going to talk about on today's podcast? Our show, first show for the UMJ. Well, it's been a big off season, obviously. There's a lot of things happening in the footy world. Yeah. The AFL. Well, let's get straight into it. No need to. We don't have ad breaks. No. No, let's just get straight into it, because we wanted to talk about AFL sex scandals. There's been a few, and they're, they're, they're probably my favorite kind of scandal. Yeah. There's some boring scandals out there, but when they're sex scandals, it automatically triggers some interest. Yeah. Now, there's the obvious one that's happened in the last few days. Poor John Patton. Mm. Now, I don't want to... I should probably rephrase that already, yeah. because I don't want to make him the victim. No. But he's had a really bad week. He's had a shocking shock. week. Shock. And we don't and want to go into the full we details. Might, yeah, we'll distance ourselves mm. from John Patton because that one is under investigation from the AFL's integrity unit. Yep. I don't want to touch it with a 10-foot <laughs> pole. As soon as the integrity unit are involved, oh, yeah. we can't make fun of it. We that's, can't yeah, talk about it. That's I'd... the AFL's way of going, we're not saying Guys, anything. There's no fun in this. <laughs> It's not a laugh to be had. So, so yeah, John um, Patton to one side straight away. Yeah, best but of luck to everyone involved in now, that. Now, the one. AFL Integrity Unit had a look into the AFL hubs. Yeah, the hubs were not good for a lot of people. No. As, Notably, mm. Sydney Stack. He had a shocker. Elijah Taylor had a shocker. He had a Is shocker. He jail? Another one, I think, the Integrity Unit will just handle <laughs> that one over. Decide that one. Again, no fun in that. No fun in that one. Um, who else had a bad hub? Um, well, the coaches. The the well, that's ultimately where we're getting to because there general. was high profile sex mm. scandals. Yeah, and three AFL coaches have, in the last month had marriage breakdowns. Marriage breakdowns. That's one a week in the last month. Seriously, we're talking about one sixth. And I don't know how Stewie mm. Jew and his wife are going. I assume it's fine. No, they're fine. She loved I, it. I just picked a random coach when he when he was caught pissing on a hotel wall. <laughs> she loved that. She was a big. That she, was another yeah. one. She, See, he didn't hold up hold up well in hubs. No, he did, but his wife liked that. She she thought that was a bit of fun. He's been doing that before they got married, exactly. so she's fine with Classic that. Classic Stew, innocent Stewie Jew. <laughs> so Stewie Stewie and Mrs. Jew are fine. Yeah, no, but they're hundred percent fine. In sadder news, mm. Simon Goodwin, Damian Hardwick, and Nathan Buckley, Ooh. really high profile coaches. Yeah. All split up with their respective wives. <laughs> I'm not sure where this is going. I think we should almost wrap this. Yeah. 
as we said off the top. It started There's on not a, a whole lot note. of humour no, in it. No, I just realised that. Okay, moving on with something a bit more funny. <laughs> we were both fucking for cover that old segment. Our first story of the year. <laughs> but the only way's up, though. Yeah, I know. Well, we should get the cobwebs out. Yeah. And the only way to go mm. is to an Australian table tennis match fixing syndicate. See, this is a lot this is a lot more our This area. is funner. We overstretched last time. Oh yeah. Last we did a hammy. <laughs> That's how far we were reaching to try and find fun content. I was like that nothing no. else has happened in the AFL. No. And it's all quite dramatic. Because we know. strictly deal with off field issues. Yeah. But that but, was sort of yeah. stuff. That was even beyond us, I think. Yeah. We, were, we, apolo- in, we actually apologise. Dangerous for areas. Yeah. The entirety so, of that segment. Mm. This made it to CNN. And this yeah. is only um, a few weeks old. Mm. So it's not that... Uh, a lot of people might have missed it. But Australian police have charged an, uh, an Australian man yeah. as part of an ongoing in- investigation into alleged transnational gambling syndicate placing corrupt bets on international table tennis tournaments. What? So they're fixing ping pong. Really? Which I thought was more of your, when you think of corrupt sports. No, yeah. Cricket yeah. is famous for it. Boxing. Tennis. Tennis? You reckon they, f- they throw tennis? Well, there's just the stories in tennis around people sitting in the crowd with laptops and notifying people in really? Europe when there's an ace and when there's a thing's happening, yeah. So they say, this ball's going to be an ace. Yeah, and they get and the information you, you, quicker. You burn than... atomic types. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So yes. you're, not, you're not accusing players of no, cheating. No, not the players of cheating, but Just dodgy sort of operations outside. Someone having their the finger players. on the poles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quicker than, quicker than their what, finger should quicker be. Quicker than Sky Sports getting it to the UK, yeah. Yeah. This seems like a low sort of mm. uh, level bust. So detectives from New South Wales arrested a 40-year-old man. Mm. Um. And during the search, they seized $12,000 in cash. I thought you were about to say 12,000 ping pong balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lot of ping pong balls. They were loaded yeah. like a, like a <laughs> dice. Yeah. They found cash, mm. documentation, and electronic devices. Wow. Um, Strike Force Bromble mm. was, the, uh, was the crime squad mm. that, with assistance from Sport Integrity Australia to look into this syndicate. That's how corrupt and how fraught this this thing was it went all over the world now is it was it on just australian games or that's look i'm learning this as i go oh. the 40 year old man was charged for the use of corrupt conduct information to bet Ooh. and knowingly dealing with proceeds of crime intent to conceal which kind of feels like what you were explaining i think he knew more than he should have about ping pong about ping pong and he bet on it so he re- bet on fixed table tennis matches in Europe. Um, oh, wow. So he's won over half a million dollars from this. Oh, he's quite... Oh, he's in Newcastle, this bloke. Mm. So I've got nothing more to contribute, so I think we're just going to have to guess. I think he has found a Russian yep. who is willing to throw a game of ping pong. Yeah. Which, what's the prize money like? In international ping pong. Yeah. Like what would the, what would the world's number one ping pong player make? If I had to guess a nationality, I'll say Chinese, probably, and or Thai. The yeah, I imagine the top fifty are largely made up yep. of Chinese people. I reckon in both the men's and women's, and women's draws. Yeah, because it's massive. The sport's massive over there. Like, it, is would it's the, number one? Isn't would it? the number one ping pong player in the world get paid more than the number one? Let's go. Well, let's take a quick break. Yeah, we'll do some research. <laughs> 
to the listener, it will happen instantaneously, yeah. but that's going to happen now. So, All Andrew, right. I have the stats. Good bit of research. Uh, 22-year-old. He might be older now. Depends when this article was. 29. So, he's closer to 24. Fan Zhendong is Chinese, as we yep. predicted. Number one currently on Didn't the I... Nostradamus to pick that one, but well done. ITTF rankings, which I imagine just throws the word table into the ITF, yeah. which is the normal tennis rankings. Mm-hmm. And he has earned... <laughs> Do you reckon the ITTF are in the same building as the ITF? Um, I doubt it. Like, it's like... It, it's, or... it's kind of like... Um, Futsal and football. Yeah. So would AFLX be in the same building as AFL? In that yeah, case, they would, because Gil did well, the photo shoot. I'd imagine if they were in a building, the ITF would take the top nine stories <laughs> and you'd give the ITTF. Like a little oh, room the, at the back. Kind of like back. where we are now. With a table tennis. In the table. podcast studio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It feels a bit like that. Yeah. So, hmm. Fan Zhendong, he's assumed to be worth somewhere between one and five mil. Big okay. gap. Yeah. Like, we'll say five. That website hasn't really narrowed it down for us, but say he's five, and that was a few years ago as yeah. well. So he's he's and it's all right. Like yeah, he's a millionaire from table tennis. More than me. Yeah, and so but you'd make more in darts than table tennis. You would. You would. Yeah. No. No. Darts. Hundred percent. Because it's got the great TV. Yeah. Sponsorships and all that kind of stuff. I just realised we were talking about that betting syndicate. Oh, yeah. So say Fan Zhendong was yeah. offered. <laughs> to, to make it worth his match. while, you could get him to throw a match for a couple of mil, probably. Yeah. Do you, reckon, oh, do you reckon there's that much on the line? If this guy's only made 500 grand over we're his... We're over asking his, a lot of questions we don't have the answer Over to. his cheating career, he's only made half a mil. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I need to see in the table tennis rankings if there is a Russian, because otherwise I don't... I think that the Chinese so have too much... The, yeah, they'd have too much Too influence. much honour. Yeah. I don't think they'd cheat. Um, oh, no, there's all Who's the highest of, ranked non-Chinese person? Uh, there's a Japanese man at yeah. number five and then a Brazilian at six. Oh, well. Yeah, a German at 10. So there's plenty of uh, plenty of avenues to find a few cheats, I reckon. Okay, yeah. I'll, but this Newcastle man's got to be locked away. I'd go the Brazilian. Will, I've got a new segment for you Yeah, this year. Yep. Um, I was looking at my old collection of Goosebumps books the other day. Is that right? And a few, And my favourite sort of Goosebumps books were the Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah. Where you got to sort of, if you want to go in this direction, skip to page 35. If you want to go in this direction, skip to page 60. They actually really annoyed me because often it, I was like, well, I want to know both. You know, I want to know what happens if I if I go to... That wasn't in the spirit of the book, Will. You weren't allowed to know both. Yeah, but it feels like you've got this book and then you're only going to read a third of it, you know? Well, you know that you're getting value for money. Maybe that was it. Maybe I feel like short change. <laughs> like I'm going to an 11-year-old. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I, I was willing to accept it. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, I've, I, I get to put this book together. Yeah. And I'll own it. No, but I, often I would just retrace my steps and then go again and do a different direction. Do a different they, remember there, there was mm. a, you watch Black Mirror? Yeah. And Netflix did Bandersnatch, that episode, where... Yeah. It was a choose your own adventure TV show. Oh, that's and right. And you got yeah. to click. Do you want to? Do you want to follow this guy into mm. this car? Do you want to go to the? And that annoyed me too because it was like eight different endings. I was like, well, I want to know all of them. So did you go back and watch? them? I all? did. I watched them all. See, a leopard doesn't change its spots. It like, yeah, yeah. You, that was. So chances uh, are, with this, I'm going to need the answers to all yeah, three yeah, exactly. options you're going to give me. That's not in the spirit of this segment, though. <laughs> okay. I've got three choices of stories. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and you get to pick one. I may only know one. You may only know one. Yeah, okay. We might do it off air. I've got the details. <laughs> no, no. I'll no. just go home and Google it once. <laughs> no. Can't Google it. It's, all right, here are the three um, stories you get to choose from. Sure. Stephen Canelio confirmed as Perth Glory's number one ticket holder. Do you want more information about that? Oh, that's very boring. Well, I don't know what more you could give me. <laughs> me either, but... He's from Perth. Probably. Yeah. He know, I know he likes his soccer. Because yeah. he, um, but there m- might be something more to it. You don't know. No. Nah. How an Adelaide family got a crow's Guernsey into outer space? Or Jeez, that's good. Or Nick Cox won Essendon's two-kilometer time trial on Tuesday. I actually saw that. He's about he's about two meters tall. He's two hundred centimeters, and he's won Essendon's two <laughs> k time trial. Yeah, that's either really good news for Nick Cox yeah. or, or shocking news for Essendon. <laughs> I don't know what kind of Nick if, that's um, ooh, like Dyson Heppel's come back in. Like, look, I did you study physics at school? No, but I think I know where you're going. Like, when someone's that big, they've they've got a disadvantage of running fast. I don't know if physics come in, but I've just seen 200 centimeter people operate. Yeah, you know? <laughs> not they're not that quick. They, they tend to, yeah, they tend to lumber. Yeah, so I'm not sure if that's good news for Essen. So I think. Well, look, this is an well, easy choice, this one. Oh, it's the space one. It's, it's not even, one. I didn't even have to hesitate. If I was reading that book, I wouldn't even go back and retrace <laughs> Those two, the other two options were shit. Well, this is from the AFL website today. Yep. Adelaide is known for its des- dedicated supporters, but one family's crow's commitment is literally out of this world. Oh. A NASA astronaut, Shannon Walker, she's the wife of Adelaide's own spacewalker, Andy Thomas. Oh, God, I thought it was going to be... Tex oh, Walker. Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Wife of, and then I thought his name was Space Walker, <laughs> but then his name is not even Walker. <laughs> yes, it is. It's Taylor Walker. You said someone Sh- Thomas. No, Shannon Walker. She, the wife of Adelaide's own Space Walker, Andy Thomas. They mustn't have taken each other's name. She's, That's what I mean. She stuck with Shannon Walker. I. I thought Shannon Walker was married to either Tex Walker or Space Walker, and then it turns out it's some bloke with the surname Thomas. Thomas, Andy Thomas. That's that's an astronaut, Shannon Walker, wife of Adelaide's own Space Walker. You could stop me. (laughs) (laughs) Wife of Adelaide's own Space Space Walker. Walker. Andy (laughs) Thomas. He departed for the International Space. She went to the International Space station in November. Hang on, are they both astronauts? They're both astronauts. I guess Shannon Space. you'd get into office romances, wouldn't you? Oh, when you're up in <laughs> when zero you're up gravity. There. When you're in that permanent hub but up I mean, in the office. Yeah, exactly. You're up in the office. Station. Oh, it's going to happen. You'd get to talking. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're there, you can't sort of, you can't escape to Hollywood can't just, showgirls. can't like, just sit on your phone. Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> you can't go to showgirls <laughs> like Sydney Stack. <laughs> Yeah, so they're both astronauts. Yeah, she's gone up to space. Yeah. It took us a while to get there. Um, she had some family friends mm. um, in Adelaide, and she asked if asked them if they'd like her to take anything up to space. And a 12-year-old called Max Perrin had the idea to send an Adelaide jumper up there. Right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And she did. And she did. And Is she an Adelaide supporter? Or? Well, oh, she is now. Oh, there it is floating. In That's pretty space. cool. Yeah. As it just hovers above Earth. So anyway, that, that's the choose your own adventure. I think a strong start. That's good. No, no, that was that was a fun story. I think yeah. that's the best. Um, I think that's the best segment that we're going to get out of this podcast. So you've done yeah. well.
MJ, it would be remiss of us not to talk about the tests. No. What a series. I, I can't wait for Brisbane. It's probably the best series of cricket we've seen in Australia that I can really remember in my days of mm. watching test cricket as an avid supporter. If you weren't sitting on the couch on Monday yeah. on the edge of your seat over that uh, two or three hours, just waiting for the breakthrough. Brutal. And I, was it un Australian to I was going for the Indians. By the on end of that it, last I, day, I, oh, with with ten overs to go, and we clearly weren't going to get it. I was yeah. hoping that um, Ashwin and Vahari just stayed out there. I was, mm. This is a really gutsy performance, yeah. Particularly Vahari, who's what? What was his injury? He had a his back. No, no, it was, it was a rib. It was a rib? Was it? Oh, geez, I can't remember. We're we're anyway, we're doing a, a disservice to their performance it because it was Herculean. It was brilliant. It was spectacular. But the major talking point out of the day was Tim Payne. Yeah. And who fittingly, yeah, was really quite poor on that last day. Well, worst. He would admit it was the worst yeah. day of Test cricket he's ever played. Yeah. He, those three drop catches probably, yeah. or well, did change the game. They were pivotal. They were absolutely pivotal. Yeah. And Possibly his worst innings as a keeper. I think I've seen. And the frustration uh, got the best of him. Yep. Yeah. And he started sledging. And here's some of the highlights of that sledging. We've just got them here. I can't wait to get you to the Gabarash. Tell you what, Woo-hoo. she's never done. Just like we want to get you to India. Maybe you were selected here as well. The way you play, every ball you've got He's talking to Ashwin. Got more Indian friends than you do, though. Teammates, every Every one of them. Talk all day. Wait till you get to the gather, pal. <laughs> your teammates so think you're a goose. I've got more Indian friends than you do, <laughs> dickhead. Dickhead. Even your teammates think you're a goose, don't they? Every one of them. Every single one of them <laughs> think you're an absolute goose. Now, Payne has apologised profusely, said he's been made to look the fool and dis- bitterly disappointed in his behaviour. Yeah. But in the history of cricket sledging, I mean, oh, cricket oh. used to be famous for its sledging. Can you imagine Murph Hughes watching this and seeing he, Tim Payne apologise for that? Yeah, for that. Am I the only one who thinks it was really it was, funny? <laughs> no, I didn't. I thought it was, would have been funny in about grade five. I've got more Indian friends than you is pretty funny because it, it might be true. <laughs> it's, I, was, it's, I was expecting yeah. him to go a yo mama joke next. Yeah, like it, yeah. was, it wasn't exactly sophisticated. Oh, and when you're out there for as long as they mm. were, like at this point, mm. um, he'd faced a hundred balls, Ashwin. Yeah. So that's a lot of cricket. That's a few hours. Mm. So you're running out of gear. You're just running out of content. Like, think, what are we, think, 20 minutes in? We're about, yeah. <laughs> we're about out of fumes. So I feel for him. Actually, you're right. I've I've changed You've my come tone. around. I've come around. Great. When you when it's hot and stingy in the middle of the oh, you know, yeah. that's not bad after that amount of time. And you're just looking to get him out. So do you reckon he's disappointed that they turned the mics up at that point? Like, do you reckon he was dealing yeah. out some real crispy stuff in the hours previous, but they that never no turned one the heard. stump mics up? Yeah, no, it's a good point because that was the time when Fox Fox yeah. Cricket had just. We're going to sit back as a commentary team and just yeah. listen to out there. And then that's when Payne's run with his, oh, I've got more Indian friends than you sort of jokes. <laughs> Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you sort of gear. Even your, <laughs> even your mum doesn't like you. 
So, uh, commiserations to Tim Payne, but we're going to bounce back. I can't wait for the Gabba Test, which is it's tomorrow. Oh, we're sitting here on a Thursday. Oh, brilliant. So, yeah. Well, there's my weekend. I'll be glued to my seat. Mm. Love it. Thanks, MJ. It's been a pleasure. We're back. We're roaring. Hit us up if you've got any suggestions, anything you want us to talk about. But every if we, we owe you a prize, <laughs> I think we still. Get, if we had sent a beanie yet, yeah, those still trickle through every now and then. I think, yeah, I think we have sent a beanie to someone. I didn't some get stuff. my sticker. I get a few yeah. of those. Well, you still now. have access to the Triple M prize cupboard. Yeah, I oh, don't. But I'm we sure. all do. If you've got access to the building, you've got access to the prize cupboard. <laughs> we'll sort it out. I've got like I've got a few books in my boot as well. For what? I got like a Jackie Lambie's one. Yeah. That, one yeah. that, that floated around for a while. In no, fact, we might have that. given that away. <laughs> and I've got a Don Burke book somewhere if anyone wants. 